Roland Cooper is a 10-year technical operations and infrastructure expert with broad experience in fintech, e-commerce, and B2C. In this interview, Roland talks to us about the tensions between on-prem and cloud deployment. On the bleeding edge of software development, we often forget the vast majority of technical infrastructure still resides on-prem and in private data centers. Roland walks us through the current thinking around PCI compliance regulations, guidelines, and interpretations of critical importance to any company collecting and processing payment card transactions. Hey, Roland, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you give a quick introduction to yourself? Love to have you on here. Sure, Ledge. Thanks for having me. Uh, so a little bit about me. I have been working in kind of startups in about for about 10 years, mostly in fintech and a little bit of e-commerce, a little bit of just kind of pure B2C startup, mostly focusing on operations and infrastructure. So for six years, I was member of and also leading the operations support team at Innova International, which is a lending company based in Chicago. Um, through that, uh, I had a lot of exposure to different technologies, Ruby on Rails for the most part, Postgres, JavaScript, and also different uh, infrastructure technologies. We used Chef, we used VMware, uh, we used uh, CF Engine. Uh, so, you know, I've had a lot of time in all those areas. So what's, what's your opinion on uh, the direction of DevOps now and, you know, the, the key stacks and the technologies and the evolution of, you know, different frameworks? Like, what are you seeing in the field that everybody else, you know, other tech leaders should be aware of and thinking of? So what I'm seeing right now is a lot of split between people who believe hardcore in on-prem solutions, um, the safety net that that gives them, uh, but also people who have, you know, a long or strong belief in the cloud and the flexibility that that provides. So, you know, you have groups of folks who, you know, that all they've known is on-prem. There are a lot of solutions that cater to that. There's, you know, some good technology there, VMware in particular, or Zen provides some good you know, virtualization technologies. And with the advent of Docker and Kubernetes, you get people who are able to, you know, spin up a much more flexible cluster and utilize resources differently since they have access to the bare metal uh, without paying through the nose for it necessarily. Um, but then on the other side, you have the cloud stuff, all of which is much more flexible. It's much more on demand, much more scalable. Um, you also aren't paying for data centers. You're not paying for rack usage and size. Um, one of the problems that we have faced at other locations is running out of space. You know, you have only so much rack space in a traditional data center. So now you're looking at another data center. Then you're asking, is this going to be for DR or is this going to be for hosting stuff? Do I have production in two locations? Does that mean two uh, network providers? How am I going to manage active versus standbys? Uh, things like that. Whereas the cloud takes away a lot of those decisions, but then it also adds work in other areas, such as security and you know, configuration for your employees, things like that, particularly yeah. if you're migrating from one to the other. 
And there's a ton of debate on, you know, which one is more secure, particularly for, you know, your fintechs and your healthcare and things of, of that nature where you're dealing with, you know, highly secure or volatile data sets. Um, you know, I think the general premise now is that, you know, cloud is, is going to be it. You know, can you think of use cases where that's just not the case? Like where does on-prem become maybe camped as a small solution that is always going to be on-prem uh, versus, you know, just like there are so many benefits to cloud. And then, yeah, of course you can deal with the security issues. Um, I, I think for opinion? companies that are facing a lot of regulation around PCI in particular, um, they're going to want an on-prem solution or they're going to start with an on-prem solution and getting them out of that will be very difficult mostly because the regulations aren't really up to date with how on-prem versus cloud works. So it's very much easier to be compliant with an on-prem solution because you have full control over everything uh, versus in the cloud, you are relying on certifications from third parties. You are relying on, uh, you know, configurations that just don't necessarily align with what the how the regulations are are uh, written um but you and you probably wouldn't continue. recommend okay. just yourself right like you probably wouldn't recommend coming out of the gate for any fintech startup to not go in the cloud right i mean I'm i wouldn't familiar. recommend that no it's a little right. bit more work uh yeah. from like a you know initial setup and planning perspective um particularly if you know you're going to be in a pci regulated space, but uh, if you do it correctly and you set expectations for both your employees and uh, customers, then I think you can be successful in that area. Most of the cloud providers would tell you that they are highly compliant, you know, sort of already. Is that, is that a little bit of a red herring? Well, it's, it's compliant at a certain level. So if you look at AWS, for example, they have their shared security model where they, you know, provide compliance around the physical infrastructure, but you also have to provide compliance around your use of it. So your applications have to be compliant. Your configurations have to be compliant. Uh, the way your network, uh, networked machines talk to each other have to be compliant. That's all on you to do. And it's also on you to prove that to the PCI auditors who come knocking at your door that, hey, this solution that I've come up with is compliant and they also have to be a little bit flexible in understanding like, you know, what does this mean from a cloud perspective versus an on-prem perspective? So depends a little bit, I would say on what kind of auditor you end up with. Um, they can either be very savvy or they can be completely by the book and then you might have a lot of remediation too. And do, do you think like, I'm just as a technology professional, familiar with this space you know do you do you think that pci compliance itself is defined by the on-prem model i mean has has the requirement caught up with the idea that you know everything is going to be in the cloud i think that the interpretations are what really needs to catch up the requirements themselves are not that hard to meet but it is a matter of proving to both your internal audit perhaps and external auditors that this thing that I'm doing adheres to the spirit, if not the letter 
of the regulation. And there's a ton of stuff that that's interesting right now in, in FinTech. I just wonder like when you're looking at the space, you know, what are the, the key areas that entrepreneurs or technologists should pay attention to in FinTech? You know, it's, it's a very highly funded space. It's very, yes. you know, sort of, um, under the microscope, you know, so much is changing, high disruption, you know, where are the areas that, that you would recommend paying attention and, and getting involved in? Well, I think like most people would say blockchain super hot right now, uh, for fintech, I think it is a resource that can be tapped, uh, particularly for the ledger portion of it. Um, I'm not sure who is doing stuff in that space, but that would be, I think, a very useful use of uh, the blockchain technology. Um, and then the other thing would be like banking APIs. So if you've been in the banking or had to interface with the banking sector, you know, they still move money around through, you know, text or space delimited text files that are uploaded via SFTP every night. Doesn't really scale. Um, it's not really on demand. There are some banks or, you know, there are some uh, formats that are a lot more like real time, uh, particularly in the EU but not uh, for big banks in North America, you know, having some kind of an API that could interface with that or take over from the ACH uh, format would, I think, be very, very successful. Awesome. Thanks for those insights. Roland, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Appreciate sure, your time. No problem. No problem. Thanks for listening to the Frontier Podcast produced by Gun.io. We're the only freelancing platform where engineers actually go to hire other engineers. If you want to learn more about how to hire or freelance with us, head over to Gun.io and get in touch. Let us know you heard the podcast and we'll pay for your first 10 hours with a kick-ass engineer.